Like typically I hate those um workout videos. Like, hey, do beach body. Yeah. But I always watch hers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to rock. We have to talk about that. Not her, but... Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mechs. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mechs, you are now entering the Megacast, the Megacast. What's going on, Ted? Oh, what up, Steve? Good to see you. You too, man. Big day today here at the radio station. Everybody's doing virtual reality. It, it is. And it's weird watching people do virtual reality. They look stupid. Yeah, and I was watching Chris and Vicky play, and like I was like, oh, they're... I was like, they, and then it's like, they turn and look at you, but they don't see you. Right, right. And you're like, don't know if you should wave. And then you're like, you're, you're pointing right at the person. And, but of course, they don't know. And, and, and it doesn't look stupid when the goggles are on. It just looks funny. I would love one of those in my house. Yeah. Can you imagine one of those in your home? Yeah, I just... I don't know. Eat some mushrooms. The only time I've done it, I still think. <laughs> you know, things. I'm like, oh, I might puke. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty. Intense. Did you do the arrow one? I haven't done it yet today. Oh, but I mean the arrow one from last year at G2. I don't know. I was with you. I was like, wait a minute. I don't. I'm like, wait a minute. I was with you. Oh, Steve, you didn't come did with me? No, we didn't do it. I did it before. I went to virtual sports to check it out. Oh, all right. Virtual gaming, drone racing, dodgeball, board games. And beer, more. Ga- beer garden. Beer garden, where the Ted Smith and I will be once again <laughs> watching nine-year-olds pelt people in the face with dodgeball. <laughs> I feel like they're having a serious conversation next door. Oh, they definitely are. Yeah. Like, they're handshaking, and like it's like a heartfelt, like, I shake your hand. We have to be careful, because these studios aren't soundproof, so we have to whisper. Yeah, well, right before I walked in here. And it's the guy. <laughs> right the guy I walk- won't talk to you. Right before I walked in here, I heard him go, you got a minute for a conversation? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, right now it just looks like, look, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to do my job. It's so weird because I'm on the other side, so I can't physically oh, see yeah. them. Oh, they're like having like a Mexican standoff. Like they've got that distance between them. Both got their arms crossed. Oh, one guy's getting a little bit more heated. His arms are moving. <laughs> they shook hands. Everything seemed, oh, now he's doing the, yeah, I'm going to walk away from you now. Oh, wow. Things are going crazy over there, man. That's wild. All I can see is Jason working hard in there. Yeah. Oh, man, it looks serious over there. Mm. I wonder what they're talking about. I wish we could pipe in. (laughs) Can we take a cup and put it to the window? That wouldn't be obvious at all, right? I don't know. I feel like now we're being creepy. Yeah, we are. We're just spying on people. Well, what's creepier, us getting down on the ground and doing push-ups or us pretending like we're doing a podcast but actually trying to listen to what they're doing? You know what? I don't ever think of us as a creepy dude. But some right. of the things we do are creepy. Super creepy. Right? Like when you We're creepy said, dudes. When you just said that, I was like, I don't, what is the better thing? Do we just start doing push-ups <laughs> in the middle of work? Do we start yelling at each other? You know, trying to one-up them? You know, sometimes like somebody is having sex in a hotel room and you're like, babe, get in bed. It's and time bed. to show them what's up. Yeah. You scream bloody murder. You think we should do that? Like, if you're dead, I'm sick of your crap. <laughs> should we like keep having like a nice conversation, but just be, look like we're more yeah, intense? Like, like just getting into it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm really telling you, I'm having a great time doing this podcast with you. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm telling you, Steve, I like you. Yeah. All right. I have fun doing this podcast. Yeah. For 10, actually 11 years, we've been hanging out and having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Your dog's nice. Your wife is nice, too. Yeah, and she likes you, man. God. She likes you. God, sometimes when we have sushi, I count those as some of the best nights of the year. I 100% agree. I'm looking forward to December 15th. Maybe we'll take some time out of our usual slumber party and go get some sushi and look at some Christmas lights. Yeah. Good. We should get 10. <laughs> New Foo Fighters record. <laughs> This one features your boy JT. Oh, nice. I haven't heard this. Dude, you, if, if we didn't know he was on this song, you would have no idea. He does the backing vocals. This part. And then he also does the la-las that are going to come up as we're doing the push-ups. All right. Like, honestly, my wife even, she loves JT. She's like, if you didn't tell me, I'd have no idea that he was on the song. Yeah. I like that he jumped. Wow. We should do the push Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. So let's get 10, Mega Family. Yeah. 
I like that Timberlake went in there and was like, I'll be on a Foo Fighters song instead of going in and being like, let's make a Timberlake song. Right. Yeah. And he's like, I'll just do whatever. And you know what's funny is we acted like we were yelling at each other just a minute ago, and then we just dropped down into push-ups. We seemed like such aggro bros. Let's settle it. Push-ups. <laughs> You get 10 first, bro. Whoever lasts longer wins this fight. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Tech Talks. How about that? Yeah. Starring. Smooth. Beatrix Smith. Like butter. <laughs> so today's TED Talk is about doing something for somebody else. Okay. You know, so like, uh, like this past weekend. My buddy, Ben Dragovan, his parents were having their 50th wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. I thought I was doing a favor to him by going and showing up and stuff. Gracing him with your presence. Well, I'm just saying. It's me, Ted. I'm just saying, like, it was very important to him. So I said, you know what? Benny wants me there. I'm going to go. Right. But sometimes when you do something like that that you think you're doing for somebody else, you're actually doing for yourself. Mm -hmm. I had such a good time. And I was like, this is where I should be this Saturday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm just saying. time. Yeah. Hanging out with his family. His brother Joe was in town. So it was just, it was a great time. So I'm saying, like, right, that came out wrong. But, like, like it seemed like I was doing something for Benny. And in the end, it was almost like I was doing something for myself. That was the place to be. We had a great time. It was just, it was a lot of fun. What we're learning, it said, is a selfish man. And it's trying to find ways that it actually reflects positively on him and no one else. <laughs> right. They left with an aggressive handshake. Nice. Yeah, they're out now. We and can I talk got, normal. And I got turkey pinwheels when I left. Oh, love turkey pinwheels. Dude, it was awesome. Like, all the trays. I made a sausage dip. You know who makes good uh, turkey pinwheels? Is uh, QFC. Oh, yeah. Had them. Yeah. Fantastic. The little six-pack? Yeah. You know awesome. what else uh, QFC makes good? Sushi. Have you ever yeah. had their sushi? Like, I wouldn't go too crazy and, like, get something like... I'll get, like, the, the, the spicy Alaskan, which is salmon. All right. Or the tuna. And I'll sometimes just get them on the way home after I play hockey, because it's, like, right by there, and just eat them as, like, finger food. No, no dipping, no nothing. Just... Yeah. Well, hell, the QFC that I've been going to on Capitol Hill now, they have like a whole fancy cheese section. I'm hungry, man. They also and have peppers. Good, they also have good chicken tenders. Yeah, they got the stuffed peppers. Yep. Yeah, I didn't think I was that hungry. Now we're talking about it. I'm like, really hungry. Dude, you know what? That's what we should do one day. What's that? We should mega cast from a grocery store. Yes. <laughs> Inside or outside? Inside. Or do we set up a table like a, like a Boy Scouts or a Girl Scouts table where like typically you're selling cookies, but we just have our, our more to... Podcast set up, and we just do a podcast and see if anybody wants to come up and talk to us and leave like a third mic with a mic stand. Yeah. And it's just, and we can even have it say, join us. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd do that in a heartbeat. The, yeah. What is it? Like the mega cast, get your mega order. <laughs> what are like, you getting? Right. Like all we want to do is talk to you about the grocery store today. Yep. What are you getting? What did you end up getting? Right. <laughs> what did you want to buy but didn't? Are you sure you didn't forget anything? What are you making with the things that you got? Or can we guess what you're making with the things that you bought? Correct. Oh, this could be awesome. Yeah. What do you guys do for a podcast? Well, we broadcast outside of uh, live outside of uh, grocery stores. Dude, it's a hot new thing that people really aren't worried about, but yep. it's big in the market, and it's uh, color commentary, play-by-play -play of grocery stores. I think, you know what? Honestly, I think the trade magazines, all the radio industry people will be talking about this. They're already talking about the megacast. Yeah. This is the next level. Yeah, you want to think outside the box? Think outside the studio. Yeah. By the grocery store. Where we do push-ups, too. Oh, that'll be fun. And eat watermelon. I don't it, know why, but I like those watermelon canisters that they have, like the little plastic thing of watermelon sliced up. I want to eat those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe we should make uh, <laughs> you know what? When are we doing this? It's almost winter. I, well, it's I'll cold you, as F right now. Dude, I, I, had to sh I didn't close it all the way, Yeah, but I had to close the window almost halfway. Dude, I feel like ass today. The weather switch just completely rocked my world. Really? Yeah, I just feel like I'm getting sick, but I don't... It's like, I feel like I'm getting sick, but I'm not sure if I'm getting sick or my body is just so sore from me completely hurting it all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like that weird, I don't know what part is sore and what part is just like, uh, I don't feel good kind of sore. It's, it's, I live a weird world nowadays, Ted. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I love it. <laughs> Went to a chiropractor. All right. How'd that go? Incredible. I've been no against kidding. chiropractors my entire life because when my dad used to go... He wouldn't, I made up this theory in my own head. I like how you were cracking your neck as we're talking about well, I know, you made me think about it. I was like, all right. But I, I, it's funny because he would go all the time and I felt, and as a kid, I, I created this conspiracy theory that the chiropractor is just doing enough so that you feel good for a few days, but then you got to go back so that the chiropractor could do more to you. All right. I don't know why I created that in my head and maybe other people believe that as well, but dude, you know, as you know, I landed on my head uh, doing wrestling classes and 
it hasn't been the same since. Like I've had to like, a, in order to turn my bo- head, I have to turn my whole body, which is very difficult when you're trying to drive and you want to make sure that the lane that you're going into. Oh. Yeah, because I'm always that guy anyway. I always make sure I turn my head just because I don't want to risk hitting anyone in the blind spot, like a motorcyclist or anything. But now it's like I'm- Scooter. Yeah, scooter as well. Now I'm like fully doing like a whole body contortion, which is not good. And it's not feeling good. So for the longest time, as you saw, like for, for weeks, I couldn't turn my head. Go to the chiropractor. I've gone twice. Once uh, last two Mondays. Uh, Dr. Staten, uh, right. the rock and roll chiropractor that we met at uh, Pain in the Grass. Oh, yeah. Nice guy. Awesome spot in uh, Mercer Island. And look, man. Look at you. I can move my neck just fine now. Yeah, look at you. could say no all day long. I can tell you no whenever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could just kind of get into that like dirty bass hip hop. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know why I would ever do that. No, I used to see a lot of people at hip hop dance like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's called the Migs, the Migs and the Nene. Do the Migs, <laughs> do the Nene, <laughs> do the Migs, Watch me. What? I don't know what the hell's going on. We're off the rails, man. Yeah. Hey, all right. Before we go, take a break, um, we're talking about Justin Timberlake jamming with the Foo Fighters on that Correct. song. Did you hear the backstory behind it? I don't know. They met one night, started drinking. You pretty much nailed it. They were having whiskey in a parking lot, according to Dave Grohl. I guess that they were in the same, uh, they were doing recording studio sessions in the same studios. All right. So they're outside in the parking lot, just pre-funking or post-funking. And then all of a sudden, JT walks by and they're like, hey, you want some whiskey in the car? And I don't know why all of a sudden he's from Boston. <laughs> I one time went to Boston and it's, that's my only Boston impression is when I went to Boston, I was at a bar and some dude, we were just drinking we had shots together. And he's like, hey, man, you want to do some whiskey in the car? We're leaving right now. I'm like, I'm good, man. I don't know you. I don't think this is going to end well. So he said, we do some whiskey in the car. He says, we were drinking whiskey in the parking lot. He was really cool. Uh, then the night before his last day, he says, can I sing on your record? I don't want to push it, but I just want to be able to tell my friends. That's Timberlake to Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. And all it was is like, you heard it. I would have never guessed that's Justin Timberlake. It just yeah. it honestly sounds like maybe Taylor Hawkins or one of the other Foo Fighters just singing backing vocals. And uh, that was part of it. He's like, yeah, you know, I just kind of wanted to just be a part of one of their songs. And I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Good for them. That doesn't shock me, though. Knowing yeah. what I know about Timberlake and Grohl, like they had to be just drinking somewhere and we're like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> drinking some whiskey in the car. Drinking some whiskey in the car. Like a couple good boys would. Well, that's always the big joke with, with the Boston accent. Uh, what's it? Park the car and have it yard. Yep, yep. <laughs> Let me tell you the time when I went to Boston. Um, if I remember correctly, I think it was Boston. It might have been another place. I was single at the time, so I can't remember. Everything's blurred when it's like over a decade ago. Yeah. And BJ and I were going, taking public transportation, doing whatever, hit the bars, ended up meeting like these cool chicks. They saw, you know, they were, ended up going and drinking with us and bouncing from bar to bar. They just, you know, I was hitting it off with one of them. And BJ was, you know, he was being fatherly to the other. It was kind of right. cool, whatever. And, and that sounded very uh, weird tabs in uh, XNXX, yeah. but not that kind of stuff. Not that kind of fatherly. Um, so I think you reference the same site. Yeah, it's my favorite site. It's my go-to. It's that or X videos, yeah. depending on which one has the better front page. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, we're drinking. We're having a good time. Who knows where this is going to end up? At, at worst, I'm going to have a great night out with an attractive chick. And then the night's over. Awesome. That's All cool. Right. At least it's some, you know it's fun to hang out with other people, especially chicks when... You know, you just had the same person you've been hanging out with every day. Yeah. And so everything's going good. But the drunker we get, BJ becomes more of a therapist when he gets drunk. Yeah. And I kid you not, I'll never forget, we were on like either a bus or a subway or some kind of public transportation. And we're going to the next spot. And then he just kind of leans in to the girl I'm talking to and having, you know, having a good connection with. And just goes, puts his hands over, kind of folds his hands together, looks at her in a very um, serious way and says, Tell me about your relationship with your father. Oh, my God. And I just looked at him and I said, and it was like slow motion as he's saying, Fod. I'm like, no. Like, if I could have shut him up and put a muzzle over his face at that moment, I would have. I was like, no, dude, I have no game. I have no ability to holler at any girls. This is my one golden opportunity to have a fun night. I don't even care if I make out with a girl. I don't even care if our knees brush. I'm talking to a girl, and she's not repulsed by me. Can you not ask her about her relationship with her father? Did she end up in tears? No, thankfully. I've been in no situations with BJ before. But they ended up taking the next exit. They're like, you know, we probably need to call it a night. And they got off the next exit. Oh, dude. I Yeah. 
I, I've been there before. It's the I worst. Don't, He's I the don't, worst wingman. He's the worst. And I don't care who it is. If people are drinking and somebody wants to talk about relationship with parents, I'm just like, no. I just don't think this is the time. No. Like, shelf- Let's talk about abortion or religion. Fun stuff. <laughs> Let's shelf this for a minute, man. Like tomorrow, if you're hungover and you still need to talk, I'll listen. <laughs> like we have been drinking for three hours. Right. This is yeah. fun time, not serious time. Somebody did it to me once around a fire. Uh-huh. And was like oh, no. a drunk dude. It was like, I mean, like, how's your relationship with your dad? And I just I I forget what I said, but basically it was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, no, not, not going there. No, no. Old effort is great. <laughs> right. Now leave me alone. Speaking of which, we got to catch up with old Effer at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've told you off the air the old Effer updates. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, we have a couple minutes to take a break right now. Maybe we'll find out what's going on. Um, but when we get back, I found a clip. I don't know if you watch Conan much. You know what? I don't. I haven't watched him since he left regular television, and, yeah. which sucks because I really think Conan's one of the most brilliant minds. I think he's hilarious. But he had a comic on, I think it was last night or the night before. That is going to make you rethink your opinion of Guy Fieri. All right. It's freaking amazing and right. it's spot on. And it's also possibly going to change your opinion of Anthony Bourdain. <clears throat> All right. All right. When the mega kid, how about that for a tease, Ted? Well, I'm not, I like Bourdain's show. I, I would never hang out with him in normal life. Oh, so then you pretty much summed up what this guy's talking about. <laughs> I guess we won't do it. <laughs> we'll be back. Here are two dudes that came from nothing. By now, you've heard about the new $1,000 iPhone 10, or as some people call it, the iPhone X. Spending way too much money on anything is sexy. But if you really want to heat things up, try the new iPhone Triple X with adult versions of the best apps like Instagram, Fantasy, and Fetish Football, and the incredibly popular Don't Get It On My Face book. Plans with unlimited minutes and texting start at $69. And ladies, you can get the special iPhone XXX case, ribbed, of course, for your handling pleasure. You can set the phone on ring or vibrate. I mean, really vibrate. The Apple iPhone XXX. Shh. Discreet phone plans available now. You are going to need a lot of booze to drink me away. The Megacast is back. I always forget about this one. He puts on a great live show, man. Oh, that show, the night before the NFC Championship game against the Niners. Oh, and he had everybody. Dude, Timberlake was our good luck charm. Oh, my God. I mean, that arena was electric. Yeah. He had that DJ. I can't remember who, but he was rocking the Seahawks jersey and just hyping the Seahawks fan stuff going. And I'm not usually a guy that's like, Seahawks, but. Either am I, but I was into it. <laughs> it was. Oh, dude, real quick. Thank you for setting me up uh, with your guy to go to the Huskies game. My wife and I had an incredible time. Oh, nice. Haven't been to a college football game since you and I went to that bowl game in uh, San Francisco. Damn, Steve. Yeah. Maybe I went to an Apple Cup at CenturyLink in between that. Yeah, but you're, man, what, that had to be years. That had to be 10 years ago, right? Nearly. Yeah. And I've, never been, and, I've never, and I've never been to Husky Stadium all these years. I mean, I've been there for other reasons, like work stuff or whatever, but never a, an actual football, college football game. What a great setup. I, told I, you, I look Husky at my wife and I'm like, beautiful. I'm like, I think I might enjoy this more than going to CenturyLink. I, look, I do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I go to CenturyLink all the time for Sounders. Yeah. And it's nothing against CenturyLink. It's a great stadium. Right. I just, prefer, vibe. I just prefer going to college games over NFL games. It's like still, it's modern, but it's still got kind of like that old charm to it. And, yeah, because they kept the facade. And you know, I mean, even though it's a bunch of young kids that probably been tailgating all day long, everybody's pretty chill. 
Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Even and these annoying Cougar fans that kept showing us their Cougar shirt, even though it wasn't a game against the Cougars. And finally, someone's like, wrong shirt, man. Nobody cares. Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Chandler. Thanks for the hookup, yeah, man. Thank you, Chandler. And um, walking through the uh, tailgating was... I had so much fun. I didn't even like, we didn't even stop, but just be able to like be a people watching. Yeah. So much fun. Well, it's, I, that's what I love about the college tailgates too. People are there early. Number yeah. one, look, I don't care who you are. This will be a little sexist, but when you go to college tailgates, number oh one, God. there's college co-eds running around. So <laughs> that's already a great thing. And at this time of the year, it was still like 75 degrees out. There were girls wearing jean shorts that were not jean shorts. They were jean bikinis. Yes. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, is like a lot of people are alumni or they grew up with this team. And like I say all the time, tailgating is the original festival. You're right. You set up your area for the day. You're friends with your neighbors. You might trade some alcohol or some food. or Yeah. Some bacon wrap scallops. Who knows? Yeah, man. Oh, look at you going to a fancy one. Well, you know, big baller right here. (laughs) Yeah. I like just just like. I meant to say something else. And scallops was the first thing that popped out of my mouth. I meant to say bacon-wrapped asparagus. Yeah, I was thinking probably like a bacon-wrapped jalapeno. Oh. I mean, it's a tailgate. You can bacon-wrap anything. Yeah, you can bacon-wrap some little little, little wiener dogs. Now I'm just picturing... <laughs> I'm just picturing Biggs at a tailgate with a saute pan. Like, who needs some bacon-wrapped scallops? <laughs> You've got about 15 seconds to make your decision, everybody, because these things are done. You're not really helping the, the, the... Some people say Husky fans are the wine and cheese crowd compared to the Cougs. Oh, here I am going, I want some bacon-wrapped scallops? <laughs> Want some wine to pair with that? Dude, me and you should go to a game, too. I would love to. Because Chandler gets uh, is a good hookup on tickets. Yep. Shout out to the Miller Course people. Hell yeah. And then also, uh, there's a listener of ours, uh, uh, Brooks, John Brooks, and he has an ambulance that he's turned into a tailgating pit. I saw that. Yes. I'm pretty sure I saw that. I, I only saw one ambulance. Yeah. And we Over mar- by the rock wall? Rock wall? Uh, were you on that side of the stadium or were you on the other? We were towards U Village. We were walking through the U, right. from the U Village side. Oh, dude, we were rebels. Rebels, bro. Did you rebels. park at the QFC? No, we parked at the University Village parking garage where you could go to Din Tai Fung. Yeah. Our intention was never to stay there until we got there and some guy gave us a little piece of paper that says, you know, no event parking here because they could tell we're... I'm wearing a Husky shirt. My wife's wearing yeah. a Husky shirt. I got the Husky's ball cap on. Like, we're Huskies. You're going to a Husky game. Right. And so he gives it to me. And our original plan was go eat at Din Tai Fung. And we scored. That place is great if you could just weasel your way into the bar. Otherwise, That's what out. I've heard from everybody. Yeah, you, you don't want to wait. It's an hour plus wait. Otherwise, it's just the line's out the door. But luckily, a lot of people are going with people under the age of 21. So as soon as you see someone get up, and we saw someone get up just as we arrived, they go, babe, you're faster than me. Get in there. And she was like, whoosh, whoosh, in there. Nice. Perfect. So, but our whole intention was, as soon as we finish, we're going to leave that parking garage and then go find a parking spot. All right. Problem is, as we were getting there, we're realizing the parking is not easy in that area. No, especially on the game day. <laughs> and for some reason, that guy giving me that sheet saying, I can't park here, made me want to park there. Because I'm like, how is he going to know? All right. So, I was like, let's give it a shot. How is he going to know that I'm not just going to Joey's and watching the game at Joey's? Yeah. There's no way to tell. It's not like they got a, like, like when he gives me that piece of paper, it's got a tracking device that seeps into my skin. Yeah. Yeah. So we said, screw it. Let's do it. That's right. That was God. Went. I got to admit, a little nervous on the walk. I would have been nervous. Fortunately, car was there. Everything Ticket? was great. No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And if you actually went in and ate, it seems like they should validate you somehow. I kept my receipt, and, right. and we went, and, well, our original plan was to get some Molly Moons, and I first wanted to check to make sure that the car Molly was Molly Moons. Yes. You know, some of that Molly Moons ice cream. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Talking about waffle cones. <laughs> two scoops. <laughs> Salted caramel. Salted caramel, man. Salted caramel, you know. So, uh, <laughs> check, the car's still there, because my original plan was, if the car's not there, I'm going to get the Molly Moons, we're going to crush that ice cream, and I'm going to show them a receipt and say, look, man, we've been here this whole time, I just had ice cream. I want my car back. I overthink things. I know that's happened sometimes. I like that if your car had been towed, I'm your first reaction first. is, we're going to Molly Moons. <laughs> like, like, not like, it's like a guy like, I just need a beer. Seems so like, I just need a waffle code. <laughs> I just need two scoops of love, and we can handle this, Sid. <laughs> And you're having some, too. I don't care if you don't like the vegan options. You're getting two scoops. By the way, tell her I like her straightened hair. It look great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, honestly, like, 
I was like, oh, oh, that's just Steve's wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I noticed her first. Like, wait, is Steve taking someone else to the Huskies game? Well, no, I just, I, when, you came up, when you came up on my Instagram that day, yeah. I just saw her face first. Yeah. Kind of, you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier. And I was like, ooh, how blonde. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Steve's wife. Yeah. No, Damn you, Steve. I love it when she straightens. I love it with Curly more. But no, no, no. She always looks, I just hadn't seen her with straight hair in a long time. She hasn't done it in forever. Her original yeah. plan was to straighten it so she could wear a Huskies cap. But then All she right. never even put on a cap because the straightening worked out really well. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was a fan as well. Now that wasn't the only rebellious thing that we did. <sighs> Tell this me one. you snuck booze in. I wish that was oh. no, dude. I know I took it zero to hundred. My right, bad. yeah, I mean that escalated quickly. Ted, you know my wife; she doesn't drink. She doesn't even drink. No, but it seems like you're breaking rules. Maybe she was like, you know what? F Screw it. it. She did that at Britney Spears. She did drink at that that show. Yeah, she so, just pulled out a little pint of Citron and goes, Steve, I'm going to sneak it in. Let's go. And you don't even want to know where I'm sneaking it in. Straight hair, don't care. <laughs> Straight hair, don't care. <laughs> so now we're going through, and you know how they do like the bag check and all that stuff. Well, yeah. they have those regulations where it's like, if it's not clear, it has to be, I mean, geez, it has to be like the size of a Basically a, like a clutch, right? Yeah, but like smaller. Like she all had right. a clutch. All right. So the lady's like looking through it and then says, I don't think that size is, uh, I think that's too big, which I've heard before, you know. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> so... Sid puts it down on the table, and it is, like, maybe three inches too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Waffle cone size. So now there's this moment of panic, because the lady's like, well, you can't bring that in. And my wife's, like, looking at me like, what the hell? Not, mind you, if we would have known that 10 feet away from where we were doing this, there's a mobile check-in locker station that they have. All right. There would have been no problem. Like, oh, let's turn around. Let's just drop it off in the mobile station, and we'll be fine. Well, as soon as the lady said, you can't bring this in, she turns around to start dealing with the next person. My wife is still standing there confused. Like, I don't know what to do. She hates breaking the rules. She won't sit in seats that aren't assigned to us. Even if there's like a whole row in the 100 level and we're up in the 300 level and people are like, come down. Don't worry. These seats are not accounted for. She'd still be like, no. All right. So she's looking at me and I'm looking at her. She's looking at me and there's this moment of panic and I just look at her and I go, let's go. Yeah. And she's like still panicking. I'm like, it's go time. We need to go. And everyone's looking at us probably like, what the hell is going on with these two? Should we call like the bomb squad? Right, because there's nothing in the purse. No. No. Just like a phone, some sunglasses, and, a, and some money. Probably not even money. Who am I kidding? She's married to me. I'm the guy with the money. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. Yo, she don't need no money on her. I got all the cash she needs, right? Oh, I make the money. She yeah. holds it, all right? Right. She spends it. You know what's up, fellas. Honey. Oh. <laughs> Honey. Ding tie fun. Let's go. Yeah. Hey. You want another set, of, uh, another, another set of noodles? You got it. Oh, yeah. Suck it down. Yeah. <laughs> Why all of a sudden I'm Andrew Dice Clay? I know. I don't know why. Why I'm is my wife married to Andrew Dice Clay all of a sudden? Hey, she needed the money. Right. Oh, watch me smoke the cigarette with it over my head. Oh, hey, Molly Moons, pay for it. Yeah, Cookie. <laughs> that might so be entertaining for someone in their forties. Otherwise, nobody has any idea what we're talking about. So you guys just burst through. So she's still panting. I'm like, let's go. And now she starts like gingerly walking. I'm like, no, we gotta go. Commit, dude. She gets through it. I think she likes the, the life of crime now. Ooh. Because she was, like, we were exhilarated. Like, this yeah. is what exhilarates us. Like, we got through. She's like, I can't believe I just did that. I can't, I feel bad. I'm like, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad at all. Don't feel bad. We're even parked illegally. Yeah. <laughs> we got bigger fish to fry. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we broke the rules twice. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. You know what the other rule you broke, you probably didn't realize? What's that? When you talked about how fast she was to get the table. <laughs> There's some poor bastard sitting at the bar looking at that table. He like spun to put to like oh, pay his tab. Yep. And then it was like, oh man, that little blonde girl just snuck in there. <laughs> Swooped in and took my table. That bitch. Uh, she's like, straight hair, don't care. Straight hair, don't care. Uh, I have a quick, uh, funny aside. Yes. So Drago, ironic, you know my, we obviously we know Joe, the mayor. Yes, of so, course. And his wife is French. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, we oui, we. Oui. You didn't know Joe's wife was French? I've never met Joe's wife. Martine? <laughs> All right. I thought you, what, you know, you can actually well, speak French. We oui, we. Oui. Yeah, uh, well, you could speak more. Oh, I, th I thought you meant you said me. I'm like, wow, Ted. No, it's Joe Kid. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to keep a mental note next time we're wasted with him. I'm having him only speak to me in French. So Drago has a brother named Joe, who, funny enough, is also married to a French woman. And they, right? Isn't that so weird? Very weird. And they have a, ch you know, they have a couple kids, but the daughter is probably like two or three. 
You know what I mean? So it's like it's a little kid, but it like right. it talks and stuff. Like it's it's not it's not talking jumble stuff. It's functioning, right? Yeah. So we're sitting outside having coffee, and I, I may or may not have already smoked a split in the backyard. No, not Ted. And uh, the little kid's there, and she's talking. And in my head, as I'm drinking, I take a sip of coffee, and I go, "Man, that kid seems a little old for like baby gibberish." <laughs> I look over, and I take another sip, and I go, "In my head, I go." No, no, no. That kid is smarter than you. She's speaking fluent French. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the biggest dumbass in the world. Awesome. <laughs> right? Like, yep. Now, your yep. kid seems easy to know how to speak at this point, guys. Right? Come on. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Ben, do we need to talk to your brother? Kids are right. Well, he's old enough to say mama and dada. Mama. And he's going wee wee's even play. What is that? You got a stroke or something? Dude, it was so hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, yep, that kid just speaking French. I speak uh, the basic English of an American. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. Right? It was, so awesome. It was unbelievable. How was your weekend? Besides that, did you do anything else? Did you go to oh, Sounders or? No. Okay. Sounders weren't. They weren't in town. Okay. Yeah. No, Friday, man, Friday, I went, uh, me and Joe went down to the club. I got a little bit. Dum, dum, <laughs> the Washington Athletic Club. Oh. We, we just call it the club. What are you guys doing there? There's sports bars in there if you're a member. Joe's a member. Wait, so you work out and then you can go watch a, a game at the bar? Dude, it's unbelievable. I've never been to a Washington Athletic Club. Oh, they have full gym. I go full to the gym gyms. downstairs where I got locker room issues, if, as you know. Yeah, I mean, you're talking full gym. full. So then they have like a, a nice restaurant in there and then they have like a sports bar. Uh-huh. So if you're a member... Or a friend of a member, you can go in there. And for such a fancy place, they have shockingly good chicken wings. What are they charging for these drinks? Are they are, are they reasonable or are they jacking it up because they know that these guys are all rolling in the cash? Yeah, I mean, it's downtown prices. It's nothing yeah. crazy, but it's not Not, it's not over cheap. the top. Yeah. You're not paying like $25 for one drink. No, but the food is really good. Anyhow, so me and Joe meet up there Friday sometimes. Uh-huh. And then uh, my buddy Jesse and Jamie, they live on a sailboat over in Shill Shoal. So then we went over there and hung out. And then, yeah, Saturday, I just slowly made my way up to Monroe and crashed up there. And then Drago and I slow. Oh, we went to a place called Tipsy Cow on Sunday. Uh-huh. There's one in Woodenville and one in Redmond. Uh-huh. And it's like grass-fed beef, this and that. One of the best burgers I've had in a long time. Wow. Yeah, it was super good. All right. Well, road trip. Yeah. Let's we should go. get on it. Yes. We got a lot of things to do now, Ted. We got to go to a football game. We yeah. got to legally park. We got to eat some grass-fed beef. Yeah. <laughs> we should make this the fall of us. Yes. We should go for it. Full on, like, 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 <laughs> somebody Photoshop us, like, in like a pumpkin in, patch, like, all the stuff, yes. like, a couple would do in the fall. Yes, that should be us. Like, this could be the this will be the fall that leads to my divorce because <laughs> I'm spending way too much time with Ted. Yeah, and doing things that my wife would like to do, but she's not invited because it's just you and I. Yeah, and yeah. we'll buy like those ridiculous rubber boots too while we're picking our pumpkins, <laughs> pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> we could do the whole thing. Again, a lot. Of, we've gotten a lot of tweets on our Twitter about the locker room situation. It's oh, been, the locker the, room thing is unbelievable. It's so funny because you now always, whenever I say I'm, oh, I'm at the gym, I'll be up in a little bit. You're like, hey, locker room guy, is he there? And my wife yeah. now, whenever I go to say I'm going to the gym, she's like, hey, could, and and she, I think she's somewhat serious. She's like, could you let me know when you're leaving? I'm like, why? Okay, sure, I usually do. But she's like, I'm just worried that this guy might snap. Oh. I'm like, I don't think it's that bad. Although he was there today. I got out of the shower. He was already doing his thing. And I could tell, like, he, he just kind of glared at me. All right. And he set up his locker two over for mine because the one right next to mine was already occupied. There is a crap ton of empty lockers, man. He is really out of his mind. There's drama down there. And then the other day, I thought for sure him and I were going to have a, a, some words because this guy comes and goes, hey. I'm like, hey, here we go. Turns out it's a different guy that just kind of looks like him. There's yeah. a guy who looks almost exactly like him who's very nice, who I have normal conversations with. Because he doesn't care that I'm using the last locker in the temporary locker section. He's so stupid. This guy, James, uh, he tweeted us at Mr. James 1975. He goes, I have an old man trainer at my gym that freaks out every time I need to take a kettleball to a class. He thinks every kettleball is his. It's a weird thing, the gym, man. People have, yeah. people have weird sense of like ownership. And it's, I don't know, if the bench is being used and I was really hoping to use the bench... I find something else to use. Dude, we've talked about this before. It goes back to those damn routine people. Yep. Well, this is right. It's like, dude, I get you have a routine, but like, this is a gym. Yep. They sell memberships to multiple people. Right. Like, like you come to this gym every day. You're telling me you can't figure a little augmentation to your workout today? And it's probably for the best. You shouldn't do the exact same thing every time. Right? What are you just going to like? 
that's not just dude. I saw one guy was driving me nuts because he kept getting in my way of what I was using, and I don't usually care. But like he was purposely using every single machine in the gym, like that was his workout at the lowest weight possible for like five reps. Boom, 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 boom. Next, and then move on. Boom, 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 boom. boom. I'm like, I wanted to be like, bro. I think you're gonna accomplish more just walking to uh, Tats Deli from here, man. And going up and downhill. I think you'll burn more calories than doing that, than just barely putting any weight on the damn machine and going around in a, like in his head. Like it was insane, dude. I was watching him and it was entertaining until like he kept getting in my way and then I punched him. No, okay. I like that you pointed out tats. I know I'm hungry. That tat strami, something else. Oh, that strami so good. Yeah, and I like their cheesesteaks. We should go there in the fall. We should. That should be one of our places. That would be a nice day, Steve. It would be an incredible day. Mm-hmm. It would be the best day ever. Yeah, it would be. No other day has been nearly as awesome as that day. No. No. Anyone no. else thinks that? It's sad. They're wrong. 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 I say that because I'm looking at this one text from Surge movie, Reviews Movies, and he writes, based on because I posted that picture of me at the locker, and you can see it at the Megacast, and he says, it's the greatest locker. You will not find a better locker. I know people that know this locker, and they say they've not seen better lockers. People are talking about it. It's a great locker. <laughs> and then my favorite, KM, she writes, that guy sounds like a tool. Our buddy Sal from Not Playing Stupid, he says, the locker needs a fresh pile of Lulu's dinner. I know you'll lose it too, but it'll be worth it. Quite possibly, you're right. Hey, look, when the world's strongest man gives you advice, you listen to it. That's a very good point. Yeah. That was funny. At Red Festival, Sal, who does a great podcast called Not Playing Stupid, find it on iTunes and all the other places. And a very good cook. Yes. And also, sometimes he's very hospitable and brings Trapper Sushi when you appear on his podcast. Oh, I got pulled pork. Well, you know what? I think we both won. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... He's dressed, if you went to Red Festival, he was dressed as the world's strongest man. He had the, the, the barbell. The black singlet. Right. And at first I didn't know it was Sal. I'm like, that guy looks a lot like Sal. Can't be Sal, though. Yeah. Like, why is Sal doing that? So Sal walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? And I look at him, and I swear, first thing I said, I go, did you lose a bet? He's like, no, man, I just wanted to do it for fun. I'm like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I honestly thought he lost a bet, and that's on his podcast or something. And he had. A- I thought we had hired him. Because same thing, when he showed up, I was like, cool, the strong man's here, yeah. right? He did great. And then when I finally walked over there, I had the same, I was like, oh, wait, Sal, like, I know you. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. crap. And I seen some, I checked on, like, the hashtag of Red Festival. There are so many people that got pictures with Sal. Oh, he was the man. Like, yeah. I honestly, I thought at first, like, oh, we hired a strong man. Good yeah. call. I'd say he came in a distant number two to the bearded woman. Yeah. As far as people who took pictures with people. And I think next year, like I like what Sal did. I think next year we'll encourage more of like dressing up and stuff like that. That's a good idea. Dress like freaks. Yeah. I think it's an awesome idea. Freaks come out at night. Freaks, freaks come, come out. out at night. <laughs> freaks right, come out. When we take a break, we'll finally get to that um, that uh, audio clip that explains why people should change their opinion about Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah. Guy Fieri. I forgot. Oh. I completely forgot. So did I. Yeah. So did I. When we started talking about the weekend, I was like, this is nice breaking down the weekend. Yeah. I had fun. <laughs> When the Mega Cash returns. Ted and Steve need a minute to go to Grandma's garden. I have no idea what the hell that means. But the Mega Cast will be back. Grandma's garden. Grew up strong. Cause she weeded out whatever could go wrong. She'd say the straight and narrow. It's the toughest road to Just remember what you eat is what you sow. Grandma's love is what made Grandma's garden grow. First, there was Lego tape, and now get ready for Lego condoms. Safe sex just got a whole lot more fun and creative. Just attach the Lego condom around your toy. Then give her the female Lego parts and click They Go Together. Take them apart and put them back together again and again and again. Lego condoms fit perfectly. They're even ribbed for extra pleasure. Lego condoms comes complete with wheels, window, movable parts, and hundreds of extra bricks in case you need to build a bigger toy and enhance your experience. Lego condoms brings a whole new meaning to playtime. This is... Don't let I got it. 
We the best podcast. The mega cast is back. We the best music. So on uh, Conan the other night, <laughs> I watched I watched this yesterday, and I was watching it, nodding my head. I think it's everybody likes to goof on Guy Fieri. It's just correct. I mean, he is a punching bag in the in the world of pop culture. I will say, in my defense, I was always a Guy Fieri fan and right. pro Guy Fieri until I met him in person, and he was kind of douchey. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you at least have a good reason for not having a good opinion about Guy Fieri. Yeah, a lot of people just don't like him because of the way he looks. And, right, and this tra- this this comic. Let me find where his name is before I. Because I was always a Guy Fieri defender. Yeah, I mean, dude, we did some stuff on TV with him. We went to these things. Plus, like diners. That's another thing. I diners, still watch diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, like that show. Like, there's a ton of those shows now. But in his defense, like when he first started that show, he was kind of the man at that. And 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 it's still great. It's yeah. still fun. It still makes me very hungry. But I mean, a lot of people just want to crap on the guy because you know whatever the bleached hair, the sunglasses backwards, the the the, the loud shirts, the. The, the way he talks, whatever it may be, the, all the rings, the thumb ring, thumb rings are dumb. If you're a dude wearing a thumb ring, stop. Yeah, I don't know. Do you ever lose an hour on a Saturday or two watching those food shows? And be oh, like, I am so hungry. Oh, all the time, dude. We've been uh, hooked on uh, Man vs. Food, the new one. Oh, I haven't seen the new one yet. Is that dude cool? Awesome. All right. I know he's getting, you know, obviously a lot of hate because he's not Adam Richman. I think he's, I think, this is going to sound really childish, but this is what we do. I think him and I, I think us three would really be friends. Yeah. Like, I think he could fit in with our with with our style of life. Adam Richmond was great hosting the show, but at the end of the day, he's a Tottenham fan, so. And he kind of came up a little pompous towards yeah. the end. Yeah. You know, oh, I lost weight, screw everybody, kind of thing. <laughs> this guy just seems like a meat and potatoes kind of dude. All right. And he's funny. I, I really like the new version. I like the old version, but I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So there's this comic by the name. He was on, um, on uh, Conan O'Brien's show, and he breaks down. It's just Conan now. My bad. There's a guy by the name of Shane Torres. Mentally edit that out. Uh, I won't. <laughs> and he was on Conan the nice. other night, nice. and it was awesome. So I'm going to play. I, I have most of the uh, clip. Uh, so if, if at any point you want me to pause it, let me know. But uh, I think it's just spot on. And it, if you don't have a personal reason to dislike Guy Fieri, I think you might start rethinking, well, why do I hate this guy? He actually is doing some pretty cool stuff. All right. All right. So here we go. Can someone please explain to me? What the hell Guy Fieri ever did to anyone? (laughs) Y'all know who I'm talking about, the celebrity chef? People on that dude all the time. (laughs) The Shane guy's like a bigger dude. He's got long hair. He just looks baked. All right. And he keeps pointing behind him like there's a PowerPoint presentation. Someone even commented on YouTube or on on Facebook about that. And he's pointing at something. They're like, hey, man, there is no PowerPoint presentation. Why do you keep pointing to the curtain behind you? (laughs) <laughs> and it's got Fietti, man. Fietti. Fietti. Not Fieri. And as far as I can tell, all he ever did was follow his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand? People are horrible to a television personality, and he didn't do anything wrong. Here's what he did do, America. He started a company where he hires everybody. He pays more than minimum wage. He gives health benefits before he has to. He has a nonprofit where he gives pretzel making machines to schools so they can fundraise. Oh, I know man. that one sounds like I made it up, but I swear to Christ, it's true. And that is true. God, I didn't know that. When he was a kid, that's how he started being a a, a food guy. Is that he created? He he made pretzels and he would sell pretzels out of a pretzel stand. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I didn't know that either. That Maybe he was just tired the day we saw him. Yeah, it could have been. Maybe just a bad day. Maybe yeah. someone said mean things to him before yeah. we saw him. He works with Special Olympics athletes, and if you need a little more sugar with this medicine, he also <laughs> officiated a gay wedding. Yeah. Guy Fieri? I didn't know that either. Yeah, good on you, Look Guy. Look at Ted. Your eyes are lighting up. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're starting to change your opinion about Guy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to bleach my bald head. <laughs> 
can't wear sunglasses backwards. Right? Like, uh, Ted, you're just peeling now and have a chemical burn. <laughs> you can't bleach your head. But I love Guy. I love Guy. I should bleach my shoulder hair. Who wants a pretzel? But because he has flames on his shirt, everybody shits all over this dude like he's a member of Nickelback. And by the way, what the hell did Nickelback ever do? I do agree 100% with that did- one. What's that? I agree with the Nickelback one. Right! I, I, it just became cool to hate him. So he was like, oh, Nickelback, Nickelback. It's like, as soon as you just type the word Nickelback, people have stock. And hell, even when he was talking about it, somebody put up there, I went to a Nickelback concert for 50 bucks, $25 for the ticket, and $25 for the disguise so no one would recognize me. I've seen Nickelback live multiple times, and they always put on a great freaking show. I still say Animals is a great song. Awesome song. Yeah. I mean, that's a song to get pumped, to come out of a tunnel. Yeah, man. It's the fall of us, we listen to Nickelback. In. All the time. Whenever we're in my car, Nickelback, Nickelback. is on. Nickelback Essentials. Nickelback's greatest hits. Nickelback's first two records. <laughs> And then we stop. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of Nickelback songs other than the animals that I know. How you remind me? How you remind me? All right, that's what I thought. Photograph. All right, how you remind me? I wanted to say since you've been gone, but I'm like, no, that's Kelly Clarkson. Since you've been. Oh my gosh, they are very similar though. <laughs> Nickelback ever do? <laughs> they made forty million bros happy. Yeah, you don't want them walking around pissed off. That's how we ended up in this mess. <laughs> And look, I get it. I don't want to hang out with Guy Fieri either, okay? <laughs> I know he looks like a hot topic manager moonlighting out of Fridays. <laughs> but he didn't do anything wrong. Well, what else has he done, Shane? I'm so glad you asked. I he love goes this around guy. the country to small businesses and gives them free advertising on a national platform on a weekly basis. Advertising those small businesses could never afford themselves with his own television show. But because his hair looks like he was electrocuted while drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> Meanwhile, y'all can't get enough of Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> And he seems like the kind of dude that would be mean to dogs. So I don't understand what is happening. What does he do? So I put on Rolling Stones t-shirts and I tell food courts they suck. Come on, man. There you go. That's pretty good. That was great. Dude, if he ever comes to town, we have to go check him out. Maybe even get him to do a podcast. Maybe you could go, we could do a podcast at QFC with this guy. Yeah. Well, I feel like he would have a good time with that. And that's the thing, like... Right, like, I watch Bourdain shows, but right, like, at no point do I think, like, we would bro down. No! Yeah. I'd be intimidated talking to Anthony Bourdain. Like, I would feel like I, I, I'm trying mentally, in the back of my mind, I'm trying to sound cooler than I, I, I am, and I would get in my head. Plus, the heck I have much in common, other no. than I would know he's famous. Right. It's like, what am I going to talk to him about? I, hey, he you're, likes, you're a douchey foodie. Me too. Right? Like, he obviously likes punk music or, like, that hard, like, old school hard rock more than I would know. Like, it, like I just have nothing to talk to him about. Yeah. And then next thing you know, if you're telling him all we're listening to is Nickelback, he might punch you in the face. Yeah, no kidding. He's a very aggressive man. Dude, and he's got, like, a blue belt or a purple belt now in jiu-jitsu. Of course he does. He's <laughs> extreme. <laughs> well, remember his last wife? She's, she's a black belt. And I think she got him into it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Dude, what's up with these food guys? Uh, Robert England. Is it Robert? No, it's, that's Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Uh, Robert Irvine. Chef Irvine. The, the guy that's whole swole. You know the, the Restaurant Impossible guy? Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, he's married to uh, Gail Kim, uh, former WWE wrestler. Oh, all right. He's also uh, in TNA nowadays. All right. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. The only show I can't get behind is Bizarre Foods. See, <clears throat> I'm with you. Just because I don't eat enough weird foods, but I like Zimmerman. I was he, about to say, Zimmerman seems cool. You ever see when he does like the, like, uh, something destinations or whatever? No. And then he'll just pick a city anywhere around. Like, he's done one in Seattle. And it's just him kind of like, this is the best food you can eat in the city. But I'm afraid he's going to pull out like a grasshopper in the process. Like, no, no, oh, no. This is the best food ever. Now I'm eating a tarantula. His <laughs> other, his other show is just normal foods, right? So, like, if he came to Seattle, he'd go to like something fancy like the Walrus and the Carpenter. And then he'd go down to like the market and is get that like, a Beatles song. The Walrus and the Carpenter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what to be honest with you, I've never eaten there. I've heard people talk about it. I'm, I, I just can't bring myself to go to a place called The Walrus and the Carpenter. I've eaten at the little place, like in that building. I've eaten at the little place out front that just sells uh, sandwiches that are really good. Is it got like a trendy name, like Meat and Bread? It does. Yeah. It's like it's not like Spud or something or yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I will say, it was Dungeness Crab on a French baguette with, oh, with sliced Why avocado. Why are we doing this? It was this? so good, Steve. If you're listening to this podcast, you might want to hit pause and just have dinner. I don't care if it's at 7 in the morning. All right, so here's an argument. Okay. Always on the men's room, we sometimes get in trouble because we go off on tangents on yeah. food. Uh-huh. And then I go, and then people always go, dude, on the podcast, you guys always talk about food. But you're the chef nougat. Well, here's my only argument. And like, look, I know, me, Miles, and Thrill can really go off the rails yeah. with food, but it's like... Food overall is like what people talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like the main thing that brings people together. Like it's constant. We break bread as a saying because we love eating food with people. Yeah, I'm a, I'm with you, dude. There's a reason why I work out as much as I do. It's because if I didn't, I would be 700 pounds. I'm not looking yeah. to get swole. I'm not looking to have a six pack. I just want to be able to eat a Dick's Deluxe sometimes. Yeah, or even like this weekend. Like I made a sausage dip a little out of season. And I can't. How dare you? Were you wearing white pants while doing this, Ted? Yeah. You dick. I can't tell, I can't explain to people, like, whenever you make something and people like it so much, like, I think I had one scoop of it and I was just like, yeah. It brings people together, man. Yeah. And it's fun eating something that somebody else made. Somebody made these lemon poppy little cakes. Oh. <laughs> I would never pick lemon poppy as a flavor. They were unbelievable. That's the best part when you yes. don't expect it. Yeah. And they were all like stuck together, but little starfish up top. So you just ripped it off. My favorite one time going somewhere and they're like, you want some spaghetti pie? I'm like, what? And it was a, it was a spaghetti dish compressed to the point where you could slice it like a pie. Yeah. And it was the greatest thing ever. I'm and in. It, and that, fantastic. Yeah. Maybe we'll eat that sometime. Steve, let's fall. just wrap it up. Yeah. I, I got to go do virtual reality and then eat. I am hungry. This is past my lunchtime. Dude, we're not done with our show yet, man. We, we have to wait. Until we have to the, wait? Yeah. Wait, is it close? Oh, there it is. All right. And we got to do push-ups. It's going to be another two minutes before we're out of here. Yeah, we got to build up an appetite. More of an appetite. Yeah, I'm starving. I can't wait to eat. I'm not kidding either. I usually eat at like 12.15 every day. I'm like, I am starving. Yes. Because now it's 12.24. All right. Well, Mega Family, as always, thank you for listening to this podcast. Dude, I'm glad we did this. Yeah. I just love shooting the ass with you, my man. Yeah, man. The fall. I don't know what... I don't know what we're calling this. The fall of the fall of us. The fall of us and the demise of my marriage. <laughs> All right. Get 10 Mega Family and find us on Twitter at the Megacast. He's killing the laws. La 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 la